This is the Simpleton Review Podcast. The podcast where incredibly simple individuals review movies and albums in an incredibly simple way. The podcast so simple, it just might be a crime. So buckle up and get ready for the podcast that never stands a chance of insulting your intelligence. And now, here's your host, the founding member of the Simpleton Guild, Nate Simpleton. Discord did not like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Discord <laughs> cut you off halfway through. <laughs> uh, just leave all this in the video. How are you? My name is Nate. You are also looking at Charlie and Lemuel. We are known as the Simpletons. We are so glad you joined us today. And I'm going to stop talking like that because it's just really dumb. And to this, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Remember to like and subscribe to your, our channel because we need more people like you who love people like us because there's got to be somebody out there. At least <laughs> I got to be and, like. <laughs> yeah, we want you to like and subscribe to our channel. So please do that. This week, we are going to be talking about a new movie in well it's not new it's somewhat new it's on amazon prime it's called the electrical life of lewis wayne am i correct in that i think that's what it was called yes electrical life of lewis wayne starring benedict cumberbatch and we uh uh probably uh in the way our our reviews have been released we'll have already had another benedict cumberbatch video that we talked about well this one i got this feeling we had a little bit more happier feeling when we were done watching this movie than we did The Power of the Dog. So let's find out. The Electrical uh, Life of Lewis Wayne is a 2021 movie. Had its world premiere at the 48th Telluride Film Festival. That'd be a cool place to have a film festival. Uh, it stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Claire Foy, Andrea Riseborough, and Toby Jones. And, um, of course, this one had a limited release in the theaters as well because Amazon likes to do that too because they want their movies to be eligible for Oscars. So the plot is in 1883, 18 months after his father's death, Lewis Wayne, the only male and oldest of the Wayne family becomes the primary breadwinner. He supports five sisters and his mother working part-time as an illustrator for the London Illustrated News under editor first baronet Sir William Ingram. Ingram offers him a full-time job, but Wayne declines in order to try his hand at composing music and playwriting, which he hopes will support his family. But neither venture is successful, and you can pretty much say that that's the story of his entire life. Wouldn't you say? Nothing. Oh, and, and let's yes. just make this yes. point yes. clear if you guys oh. do not know who Lewis Wayne is. Lewis Wayne is an actual historical figure, um, and so this movie is loosely based on his life. And uh, he was famous by the time he died, even though he was dirt poor by the time he died, uh, about painting cats. He painted a lot of cats. Cats doing cat things. Cats doing not-so-cat things, like human things. Uh, he was a cat person, painter. And he, he, he squandered all of his money. It wasn't. Uh, let me rephrase that. It's not that he squandered his money. He just didn't know how to make money with his painting. Didn't copyright didn't anything. Bottom line. Yeah, he didn't copyright anything. He just painted and painted and painted. And now, if you went and found one of these Lewis Wayne paintings, uh, an original, it would be worth a whole lot of money. 
they're weird looking cat paintings, but they're <laughs> worth a lot of money. So I don't know, Charlie. Did you know anything about Lewis Wayne before you watched this movie? I I just recognize the pictures. You know, I because I, I remembered seeing him on like like his you know when you pull up uh, catalog pictures and things on like online, you're looking for vintage uh, paintings and whatnot. Uh, they always showed up. The the his cat paintings are so like prolific. I mean, there were so many, and there were and there were so many that were really good. I mean, and then there were some that were just crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you recognize them. They were stolen for all sorts of ads. Uh, they were used on covers of everything. Uh, so I mean, it's like. Uh, the guy, the guy, uh, yeah, totally lost out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, Charlie, tell us what you thought about the movie itself. I actually thought the movie was, I thought it was really well done. I really like, I really like Benedict Cumberbatch playing this guy because uh, he actually nailed the whole thought of being able to do whatever you want to and and still make it. You know, it's like his his whole life was like always felt hopeful even though you know there were times where he was so depressed and everything everything that he thought about uh he always saw that there was there was the silver lining in it uh always trying to like bring him back around uh claire foy did a fantastic job (laughs) uh playing her part um you know and uh as his counterpart in life and and uh uh his joy and so i i don't know i really i really enjoyed that the chemistry between them uh, because they were able to share a lot of stuff, and uh, yeah, it's it's still kind of a depressing story because it, his life was not a happy one. Uh, uh, he he really didn't. There wasn't a lot of joy in it. But boy, man, and when he was expressive, it totally stepped right out of the bounds uh, of his depression and stepped out of the bounds of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Lemme, what'd you think? Uh, he did a good job. Benedict Cumberbatch did a really good job of acting like some sort of, <laughs> I don't know, ADHD, like not entirely their person. Probably slightly autistic. Yeah, some, yeah, I don't know. But he did a really good job of just playing the strange human who had a lot of life to be excited about, but also was very aware of like his mental state and even in the times where he was happy and being expressive you could kind of see like in his eyes a little bit it's just just, like life still hurts a lot and the direction was good i liked i liked all the cats the cats made me happy um and just the way it was shot was kind of disorientating at times just it seemed like a lot of hard cuts, but I think that was intentional just to make it feel confusing. And the bits where they like show like painting, like when he's like in, like when you're seeing kind of inside his head and you see just these weird paintings and I don't know, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the way they use light. Like they like make everything really bright and like take out all the contrast to like, to, to show um, just different phases in his thinking. Yeah, it was, it's a very colorful movie in that respect. Like you said, when when there's happy parts, even though they were few and far between, it's very colorful, very, like when they're walking through the garden or the forest or whatever, just colored, like extreme, extreme color, almost artificial, like like uh, 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 like uh, the Wizard of Oz type of Technicolor type things, a little bit, you know, uh, especially when they're in the gardens and stuff. And uh, But then in the in his more, uh, when he's having mental breaks and stuff, they, they the, the hues are dropped and there's more gray and browns and and you know these these darker colors in there and, and to to see benedict cumberbatch act in the power of the dog which was something that was 
kind of out of his wheelhouse just a little bit as far as what he's done. Uh, just a bad, mean, terrible individual. And to see him here, he's a, such a phenomenal actor. I think he just he's endlessly uh, fascinating to me to watch him in the shows that he does. This one's probably a little closer to maybe Sherlock Holmes-ish type of Benedict Cumberbatch than Power of the Dog was. Um, you know, that kind of psychotic type of a individual like like Holmes. And, uh, but um, he's just so good. And the movie was, had the, it, it just, it walked that, that, that really thin wire of, of being a fun movie and really happy and just being absolutely disgustingly so crushing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it just managed to do it so delicately that I appreciated it. Right. It was just like, you thought, okay, this is going to be a happy movie. Cause it's I funny, think, man. I there's agree, some I funny think, jokes. Actually, I was like, okay, I chose the right movie for us to watch. Cause based off of the name and how it looks, this is going yeah. to be like more of a fun, happy movie. And then at yeah. the end I was like, I'm, Oh my God, <laughs> I need to but go it, to bed. But it was still fun, but it was still depressing. I mean, it was just like, it just was so well put together in that respect. And then honestly, I really, you know, I appreciated all the artwork that they actually showed at the end and, and showed that, I mean, the guy was incredible. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he just painted, you know, or at least he's mostly known for painting cats. But oh my God, he was such a good artist. Yeah, he, had just, yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. And, and just prolific. The dude could, you know, he could paint a painting in five minutes and it just looked absolutely gorgeous. I was just like, holy crap. Uh, and the fact that he never made really any money off of these things. And, and then, you know, you find him in a convalescent home at the end of his life. And this character, and I don't know how true that part of it is, uh, but how this character that he had drawn a sketch for at the beginning of the movie finds him in this convalescent home and thinks that he deserves better. Than, than what he's getting here. And so he helps raise money and and gets people that are famous people like H.G. Wells to create advertisements to help raise money for Lewis Wayne because everybody in England knew who Lewis Wayne was. He was well-known. He was a very, very famous individual. And, and in fact, he is created, or, or, or uh, not created, he is, he's... Um, the one that that uh, that uh, was uh, man, I'm having a brain fart. This is what sucks when you get old. He's the one that people have have uh, has said is he's the reason why cats in England became household pets. Before yeah, that, yeah, they kind of depicted that in the movie too. Yeah, yeah. Before that, yeah, because it's like, where would you get yeah. that? Yeah, no, where would you get that? You you have do you have a mouse problem? Yeah. No, we want yeah, those exactly. pets. <laughs> yeah. And that is an accurate thing. That is, it's truly something that happened. Before he painted all of those cat paintings, cats were kind of considered a nuisance. And if they were around, they were outside and they, they were mousers. That's all cats were good for. And then all of a sudden, you know, because he was, he was there towards the end of the Victorian age uh, when he was the most famous and he made cats popular. To have as pets is kind of kind of interesting, but the story is just—it's really well put together. I think I, I just—I really liked the movie, even though it was sad. It was—it was really good. So, I'm gonna let's go ahead and give this. Unless you have anything else to say, boys, do you have anything else to add? No, that's—I think that's good. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give the score for uh, Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne. So Nate Simpleton gives the Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne. 3.5. I think it is well worth a watch. I think it's great. Um, I think you guys will really like it. Um, 
it's a uh, bittersweet movie. Just keep that in mind when you're watching it. it you'll 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 be smiling, and two seconds later, you, you'll have tears dripping down your eyes. So <laughs> just expect that roller coaster of a wave when you're watching the movie. All right, but it's it's worth it. Benedict Cumberbatch is, I think, pretty close to brilliant in this movie. I think he's really really good. Charlie, what about you? I'm going to give it a four. I, I liked it a lot. I love the colors. I love I love the art theme. I love that it talked about true humanity uh, and, and being able to try and be creative even through, like, the worst devastation in your life. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a, give it a four. Great. Good deal. Lemuel. I think I'm also going to have to give it a four. Just wow. everything put together, it just fits I feel out of place. so good and, like, uh, you know, like we've been saying, Benedict Cumberbatch just does this really good job of playing so, like someone who's, you know, as they'd say, neurodivergent. Like, I don't know why he does such a good job, but he does. A lot of his roles are that, you know, Benedict, like Sherlock, Imitation Game. It's, I'm pretty sure that guy's like a little... Uh, even Doctor Strange. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he, you know, he's even kind of neurodivergent in that one as well. Uh, I, I, yeah, he's just an incredible actor. Yeah. He is. Uh, I, I think uh, it, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, uh, I, I think they depicted. Got to the- watch. Got to watch the Courier too, because that one's where it steps out of the neurodivergent, where he's actually playing like the normal guy. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance to watch that one, that's good. The Courier. The Courier. Yeah, he plays a businessman that uh, that uh, goes in and, and uh, uh, ends up being talked into trading Russian secrets. Oh, <laughs> that sounds familiar. I don't. I'll have to look it up. Good film. Good film. But they, you know, they did portray the fact that there was probably some sort of mental illness that went through the family, um, you know, because her sister ended up being basically uh, she schizophrenic, was schizophrenic. Is what they yeah, said, yeah, yeah, and she ended up, uh, she ends up killing herself, doesn't she, in the movie? Uh, they allude to it because yeah, she ends up to going to she... like a padded room, and then it alludes yeah. that she ends up dying. Oh, she dies of influenza, is what it says in the movie. Oh, she dies of influenza. That's yeah, right. that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and her sis, his sisters were like they were all counting on him, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't want to go make their own life in a, in a way. I mean, I know it's Victorian England, so there's this uh, there's this certain rules that they've got to follow. Weird but, prejudices, um, as they say. Yeah, like the and I, I'm, of the I'm still movie. not totally understand why that he was the one that had to make sure that they find found good men, uh, but um, they all end up being old maids by the time it's all over. Well, it's because they were part of the society. If they were, if they were part of the working class, then they would all be working. But yeah. because they were part of the society class, uh, you got married. Yeah. I mean, because you were the upper, but why over was it the his middle class. Reason? Why was it his responsibility to make sure? Because prop, property followed the males. Mm-hmm. Property always followed the males. So and if the you look in property, pretty much. Well, welcome to I, the I'm Victorian not, age. Well, I'm not too. Well, too no, no, I'm just saying because uh, all the money came from from the property and what was owned in the property, so it followed the male line. Yeah. At least from what I understand from all the other other <laughs> literatures and things. Yeah. Well. All right. I. I. Yeah. It's just kind of weird to me. But again. Having said that, the movie is fantastic. So you guys should probably go check out the movie. You can find it on Amazon Prime. It's there. If you've got your subscription, go watch it. It's well worth the watch. Uh, thank you so much, folks, for joining us here at the Simpleton Review. We truly appreciate the fact that you continue to watch us every week. And uh, we want you to make sure that you check out all of our social media files. You can check us out on Twitter at uh, the Simpleton Review. You can find us on Facebook. You can also go to our website for the your very own source of a plethora 
of information, including this video right here that you're watching. You can see it there at the website. Aren't you happy and excited? If you like the audio version of web, a podcast, you can also find the audio version of this podcast as well. It's available every week, and you can subscribe on Spotify at the Simpleton Review. You can find us there on Spotify and, and um uh, subscribe to us there and you'll find a link to our Patreon page we've got awesome levels so if you want to be a Patreon you can find it at the Patreon page not the Patreon pledge I'm not <laughs> sure what that means um, but you can find us there and become a supporter of the Simpleton Review we would be forever grateful you get great prizes great benefits if you do subscribe to becoming a Patreon you can also find a link to our Discord you can also find a link to our Spotify playlist we look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us here at the Simpleton Review. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye!